We're going to get into the Word of God here this morning for a bit, and we're going to have some communion together, and then we're going to worship a little bit more, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, But let's pray before we get into today's message. Sound good? Lord, we come to you today with expectant hearts. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We acknowledge you in this place. Jesus, we acknowledge your presence in this room, your tangible presence, palpable. We can sense you. We can feel you. We know you're here. Where two or more are gathered, God, you are here with us. You're in our midst. So we acknowledge that today. By faith, we believe. We honor you and we welcome you as king. We approach your word today as the authority of scripture, the word of God given to us, a love letter from heaven. Lord, I pray that you'd help me communicate this morning your heart, God, that I could do an accurate job as a, as a broken vessel who only sees dimly and partially, God. I ask that you, Holy Spirit, would anoint the words, anoint this message so that the hearer may benefit, that they would grow, that they would mature, that they would see Jesus more clearly above all else. In your name we pray, amen, 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 amen. Well, I got a, a question this morning. I like questions, and uh, so I have a curious question this morning. Has anyone ever been tired before? Anyone ever been tired before? <laughs> okay, anyone been tired before? Now, has anyone ever been uh, working overnight trying to function the next day tired before? Okay, wow. Working overnight, trying to function the next day? That's a different kind of tired. Um, when I was like 17, 16, 17, 18, I don't know, it's a distant memory. I try to bury, <laughs> bury this memory. But uh, I was approached by a business owner in town um, to see if my brother and I would, would want to work, work for him. And the job was to help deliver milk and other dairy products along with bread, bacon, OJ, orange juice, to people's homes in the middle of the night on Mondays and Thursdays. Literally, while people are sleeping, driving around town, delivering milk to people's homes. A couple crazy stories. <laughs> Dogs, uh, sometimes we'd actually go in people's homes and put it in their fridge. Think about that. You could hear people snoring. I'm not kidding. It was, it was just weird. You're like, I'm violating. I'm going to get arrested. And it was just it was a weird experience. But so um, the shift was like from midnight, 1 a.m., somewhere in there, to like 8 a.m. or so. Kind of depends on how long it took. As you can imagine, weather would make a big difference. And, but usually it was like pretty much on the minute or the second. I mean, we had it. It was mapped out. It was pretty much down to the second. Um, so depending on how long that took, we would get off about 8 a.m. And at the time, I was going to um, college at M State. Uh, working on my associate's degree when I was a couple years there in high school. And so uh, the, there were many times also the night before where, you know, I have to go to work at midnight. Well, what's the point of going to bed before then? Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes we play softball on a Monday night, and after a game where you're like, you know, pouring your heart out in athletic competition, the adrenaline is, is firing, going crazy. I don't know if you've experienced this, but you can't fall asleep. And every mistake I would make, I would replay in my brain. It's, it's, it's a curse. But... I couldn't fall asleep, and so I was like, what's the point? So I would literally stay up all day, go to work at midnight from 1 a.m., and then the next morning, go to the college and try to attend class. Maybe the greater question is this morning is, why do my parents allow me to do this? I don't know. But not to point them out or anything like that. <laughs> I know how much I got paid, too. It wasn't enough. But I felt like a walking zombie that next day, and I found the formula, though, to staying awake. Maybe you can relate. It was Mountain Dew and Skittles. 
that combination keeps you awake. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Explains a lot. Then, though, after all of that whole Monday into Tuesday experience, I just knew what was coming. I would be able to go to bed that next night, that Tuesday night was coming, and I could go to bed at a normal time, a normal time, and get a full night's rest. And I can still remember the feeling today, I can like feel it in my body. I can like, there's like a smell even associated with just like being so excited, so excited to lay my head on a pillow and sleep. Have you been there? So excited. Maybe it's those overnight flights that got all messed up. You just can't wait to like a pillow and to go to sleep. So excited. And it wasn't just regular sleep. It was the kind of sleep where you drool all over your pillow kind of sleep. You know what I mean? That's some good sleep. And so that would happen Tuesday night. You kind of slowly recover Wednesday. You're back at it Thursday. It was, uh, it was a brutal time. It was a brutal time. And uh, I'm very grateful now not to be working overnights anymore, um, except for when we have kids and they usually do the overnight. Uh, just joking. My wife does. But um, the overnights, and uh, I have a deep respect for anyone who does overnights. So for those of you who work overnights, we applaud you. We say thank you, especially those that keep our economy functioning through the night. God bless you. God bless you. But what I learned through this whole process, this whole experience was, man, rest is a beautiful thing, is it not? Rest is a beautiful thing. Rest is really a gift from God, a gift from God, rest. Today we're going to continue our series on the way of Jesus. This is week four now, and God seems to kind of be keeping us on this subject. And I've enjoyed sharing from things and just also it feels like God's been inviting me into his word in a deeper way and it's just been awesome. So it's, it's been so beneficial to my life. I hope it's been to yours as well. But today I want us to consider the way of Jesus that is found in Matthew 11, 28 through 30 in the ESV. So if you brought your Bibles, um, you can turn there or in your phones if you want or they will be, it will be on the screen as well. So Matthew 11, 28 through 30 says this, Come to me, Jesus is speaking, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find, you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Today I want us to consider this topic, this passage of scripture, today in the way of Jesus. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. And an observation I have from this text today, from what we're going to look at today, is Jesus is really extending an invitation, an invitation to come to him. Come to Jesus, come to me, he says, and receive rest. Receive rest. Doesn't that sound nice? Doesn't that sound nice? The way of Jesus is to come to, to me, he says, and, and let's take a nap, right? <laughs> let's take a nap. Let's rest. But it's not just can, can take a nap. It's not just a physical rest that Jesus is talking about here in this passage. And can I give you some context for the rest that Jesus is talking about? 
from this passage can I also give us some perspective today on the kind of rest that we truly need. Jesus is not just talking about a physical rest, although Jesus isn't opposed to that. We see him in scripture taking naps often. And so today you might feel physically tired, worn out, exhausted, and you need some rest. And maybe the simple solution for that today would be like, let's take a nap this afternoon. Let's try to find some time. Or maybe tonight, instead of catching up on that latest Netflix, whatever, let's maybe go to bed on time tonight and catch some. Maybe there's some practical things we could do for some physical rest. And we all know the Vikings aren't playing today, so there's time for that, right? I know it's getting old. I'll stop. Jesus, though, is referring to a different kind of rest that all of us need. And I want us to lean into this. It's so vital and important that we get this. Jesus here, to the heavy burden, is referring to the curse of sin. The curse of sin and the heavy burden of keeping the law from the Old Testament. The law that was given to the people of God was a heavy, heavy burden to keep. Jesus is referring to that. There were 600, 600 plus laws to obey in order to be in good standing with God and to win his approval and to win his favor. 600, a heavy burden. Jesus is also talking about all of the additional regulations and self-righteousness and legalistic law-keeping that the religious rulers, known as the Pharisees, in Scripture, known as the Pharisees, they were giving the people to follow additional things. On top of the, it, was, it's known, in my study, was, I found that it's known that there was also 600 more additional regulations just for the law of Sabbath-keeping. 600 more just for Sabbath-keeping in order to determine what actually qualifies as work. Can you just imagine how that plays out? Well, is this work? Is, is te- technically, if this, I, well, let's make a law for that. Well, let's, more regulation. More, we got to, we you know, exhausting. Can you imagine that looming over your head? 600. And then let's turn to section Sabbath keeping. 600. Exhausting. Heavy. Burdened. Jesus said this in Matthew 23, 4 in the Amplified. The scribes and the Pharisees tie up heavy loads that are hard to bear and place them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not lift a finger to make them lighter. Heavy burden of law-keeping, law-keeping. And here Jesus comes and he says these words to these people who know exactly what he's talking about. Are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you weary? Are you burned out on religion? Yes. This is impossible. We find ourselves failing quite often. And Jesus says this, well, come on, pull it together. Hustle, no days off, let's go. No. Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. What does that mean? What does that look like? The way of Jesus. Rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight in the Amplified now. We read it in the ESV earlier, but let's read it in the Amplified. I'm loving the Amplified. It's been good. Come to me, Jesus says. Come to me. Look at this. All who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. And I, Jesus, will give you rest. Refreshing your souls with 
salvation. Refreshing your souls with salvation. Wow. The way of Jesus, church, is not a religion. This is not a gathering of a a religion of laws that we have to keep and heavy burdens we have to bear. That's not my job today is to like, all right, pull it out. Let's study the laws. Come on, let's, we got a test coming up this week. We got to memorize this stuff. There's 600 of them. Sabbath keeping 600 more. The way of Jesus, church, the way of Jesus is to be set free from the law. The way of Jesus is light. It is refreshing. It is light and it is refreshing. And I think we have a hard time, though, fully comprehending in today's culture, on this side of Jesus coming, where we sit today, even in Western as culture, kind of have a hard time fully comprehending the weight and the burden of the law. It doesn't really register, and I think this is what has been so, so valuable to me as I've, as I've studied Scripture is as I lean in to find out more what is the law actually, what have we actually truly been saved from. Because the law has immense value. The law had immense value not in the ability to save. That wasn't where his value was found, but the value in the law was found in its ability to point to the need for Jesus. In Galatians 3.10, it says this about the law. Remember, all the things we got to do to be in right standing before God. It says this, Galatians 3.10, for all who depend on the law. That was them. That was them. In church without Jesus, it would be us. For all who depend on the law, seeking justification and salvation by obedience to the law and the observance of rituals are under a curse. A heavy curse. For it is written, cursed, condemned to destruction, is everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law so as to practice them. Think about it. Wow. And people would give their lives to this. Like, for real. And even the Apostle Paul would say, pretty good at all this stuff. And then he would even say, and all of it is garbage compared to Jesus. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So cursed to be under the law. If this is what we have to do to keep the law, we are all in trouble. And then the way of Jesus says, I'll give you rest. He came to lift the burden. This gets me jazzed. Is that a good word to say? Jazz. It gets me pumped up and excited about Jesus. In James 2.10, it says this. Maybe you think you're good at keeping the law. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point, maybe you had a bad day and you, just, you forgot something accidentally, but you failed in one point has become guilty of all of it. Talk about heavy burden. Talk about a curse. Talk about being worn out. Always reminded of like, ah, yeah, I forgot to, I tied my shoe the wrong way and 
I had some bacon this morning, and I, it, like the lot, it's, it's, was that work? Wasn't it work? Bummer, I lifted the fork to my mouth. Was that work? I don't know. I, I, I failed the whole law. Condemned, cursed. This is tiring. This is exhausting. And then the Pharisees gather everybody. We have a meeting. Hey, just, just want to let you know, we've added some additional laws this year to hopefully clarify. They never removed anything. And Jesus came to fulfill it. Not abolish it, but fulfill it. And to give you rest and to make it light and easy. Wow, wow, wow. Can remind us, all of us, right where you're at, without Jesus, church, this would be our reality today. This is the kind of covenant we would be living in today. Church would look a lot different today. I, prophecies proclaim someday, he's, he's coming, but for now, the law, baby, the law, the law, the law, the law. Here we go, here we go, lean in, so we gotta do, so we gotta do, so we gotta do. We have to study the law, check, double check. Triple check every action. Did we do it right? Did we do it wrong? All right, church, good luck this week. Do better, work harder. God forbid we turn into a Pharisee who acts like we're doing it all right. And yet on the inside, it gets all messy. It cannot save. It corrupts. The law was imperfect in that way. Now you're telling me there's 601 things to do about Sabbath keeping? Wow. But church, I have news. I was talking with Kevin this week. He said, Tim Keller said, the gospel is not advice, it is news. The gospel is not advice. It is news. It is good news. And the way of Jesus is good news. The way of Jesus is this. And I'm here to proclaim it this morning. But, Life Church, because of Jesus, everything has changed. Everything has changed. Church now should be at least, maybe not all are. But I want to be a part of a church that is like this. We celebrate Jesus. Church should now be a gathering of people worshiping Jesus for all that he has done for us. He did the heavy lifting our burden was carried by Jesus, the one we could not carry ourselves. He did it for me, and he did it for you. Please meditate on that. Give your life to thinking about that. And let worship be the overflow of that reality in your life today. Church, this is what church is about. To remind you of what Jesus has done. 2 Corinthians 5.21, in the Amplified. He, God, made Christ Jesus, who knew no sin, judicially to be sin on our behalf, so that in him, in Jesus, we would become the righteousness of God. Wow, that is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious, loving kindness. The way of Jesus. 
the way of Jesus. I have a main point today. Following Christ, following Jesus, means giving up the impossible task of carrying our own sin. Church, that is good news. This, this is what I want to give my life to. This is what I want to proclaim everywhere. Hear it in here today. Hear it online. The way of Jesus, following Jesus, is giving up the impossible task of carrying your own sin. Praise God. Praise God for this Savior. Wow, this reality, this reality is all right. So I want to say to everybody here today, lean into the rest that Jesus has provided for you. Lean into the rest. There is rest for your soul today. Rest for your soul today. There's refreshing to be found in your salvation this morning. Refreshing to be found in your salvation. Not in your performance, in his today <laughs> because of Jesus listen to this ah because of Jesus you are acceptable to your heavenly father today rest in that because of Jesus you are in right not because of Jesus you are in right standing with God today Right standing with God? Yes. Yes, fully believe that. And it's not because we have kept the law perfectly. No, the law pointed out that we could not. Come to that realization this morning. It's impossible. It points to our need, and someone filled the need. And it's not because we did the heavy lifting. We're not that strong. It's because he did it for us. Jesus did it for us. Come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest for your souls. Refreshing your souls with salvation. So my question this morning, is your soul at rest today? Is your soul at rest today? Your soul, Jesus is offering a deep refreshing for our souls today. The Bible talks a lot about us having a spirit, soul, and, and a body. And without spending the next five hours talking about what that all looks like, I, I encourage you to study it. What is the soul? It, it's kind of like the spirit, but it's kind of separate. It's kind of, it's, it kind of boils down to this. I've kind of, in all of it, boil it down to this. The soul is the essence of humanity's being. It's, it's who we are. It's the core, the core of our very being. Spirit and soul, and our spirit connects with God, and our spirit is made alive because of Christ. And we can now have relationship with our Father, and, and so our soul is kind of this connection of your, of your body and the mortality and the immortality. It's not super clear, but that's what I got. That's the soul. That's the soul. And Jesus provides rest for that place. It is a deep, deep rest. 
And you might be going through your life wondering, am I good with God? Or it may be restless, like I'm not sure. Have I done enough good things? Uh, bad news, good you haven't. And actually you failed quite obviously and significantly. And there's nothing you could do to ever keep the law. People tried really hard and only pointed out our need for Christ. But good news, Jesus provides that kind of rest for you today. It's found in him and him alone. It's by faith in Christ. Rest. Let's continue reading Matthew 11. I'm just about done. Matthew 11, 29 through 30. Jesus says this now. He says, take my yoke. I think we should spend a whole month on this. But maybe let's do the whole year the way of Jesus. Should we just do that? We'll get there eventually. <laughs> take my yoke upon you. And learn from me, following me as my disciple, the way of Jesus. For I, Jesus, am gentle and humble in heart. Wow. And you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine, blessed quiet. Your house might be chaotic and loud. The world might be really loud right now. Did you know we have an election coming this year? It's about to get loud. Hopped on the news for a little bit. This, well, actually, I was helping somebody with the TV, and the news was on, and I'm like, hey, this is why I don't watch this. This is terrible. This is depressing. And there now might be some virus that's 20 times worse than COVID. I'm like, who needs to hear that? It strikes fear in the heart. It distracts me from the way of Jesus. In the midst of chaos, the midst of, is it possible, like all of the noise is only trying to distract us from and rob us from this blessed quiet that our souls can experience? I want whatever church that I get to be a part of, this body here today of believers, to know that you can experience a blessed quiet, refreshing in your souls, even in the midst of absolute chaos. Maybe that's a picture of Jesus taking a nap in the storm, something like that, you know? The question today is, do you know Jesus like this? Is this the kind of faith and trust you have in Jesus? Do you know him like this? Do you know the Jesus of the Bible who is gentle and humble in heart? What's your view of God? Your view of God is probably the most important thing on this planet because how you view him is how you relate to him. Jesus is the example of our Father. And Jesus says this, Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. The ESV says, lowly in heart. And I want to read you a quote from a beautiful book called Gentle and Lowly from Dane Ortland. It says this, The point in saying that Jesus is lowly is that he is accessible. For all his resplendent glory and dazzling holiness, his supreme uniqueness and otherness, no one in human history 
has ever been more approachable than Jesus Christ. Wow. 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 Yes. Wow. Have you kept the law? Once you get that figured out, we can be friends. It's not his posture. It's come to me. Come to me all. All. Anyone? Yeah, I've, I've really failed the law. All. Come to me. If I ever put heavy burdens on you to follow, please correct me. If I ever misrepresent the way of Jesus, please correct me. Because the Jesus of the Bible, the Jesus found in Matthew eleven twenty nine, right, right here, 11, 20 through 30, is so compelling, is so beautiful, is so, my heart just says, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I, I want to follow that man. There's something about this Jesus. And I want to represent him accurately. The way of Jesus has come to me, all who labor and are weary and tired, all, 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 all. So I want to invite the worship team up. As they play, we're going to go into a time of communion. And I believe it lines up with what we've talked about today. We are husband and wife, so it kind of works out that way. <laughs> um, but I don't want to just hear a message today and say, oh, that was good. Register that in my knowledge base. File that away. My prayer all this week has been, okay, maybe I get it. I've got knowledge. How does my soul experience the rest today? Maybe in this moment here now, as we take communion and as we go into a time of worship again, maybe tangibly here for a moment, would begin to make a journey from here to here. Rest for your soul. Jesus, Jesus, I speak to you this morning. And one, I just want to say thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. We can breathe deep and know that he is good, for he is a love like no other. Jesus, I pray that your people, the people of Life Church, would know that they are not bound by the law keeping any longer. They are not burdened, or there is not a heavy load we gotta carry. No, that they would know the way of Jesus is light and it is easy is refreshing to our souls. That we would know today, God, that you did the heavy lifting for us. Lord, I pray for everyone in this room that has never put their trust and faith and said, I want to follow Jesus this morning and receive this gift of rest. I pray for everyone who has not done that yet, God, that today would be the day of salvation where their souls would be delivered from the curse of the law their souls would be delivered from the burden of all the commandments and law-keeping. 
and they would receive and experience salvation today. And for those of us that have known this or have walked with you for many years, I pray this reality today would go deeper. It would become more clear to our spiritual eyes. We would see this for real. And that this would be the motivation to want to follow you all the days of our life. All the days of our life. Help us to learn from you, Jesus. To learn from you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen.